I guess the question comes when you talk about healthy. Is it an opinion? Or is it healthy? Hey y'all, welcome back to the Casual Vegans Podcast. I'm Margaret. And I'm Mary. And today we're going to be talking about what healthy is and what the new definition by the FDA is. (laughs) Yep, I'm so glad somebody else can tell me what that means. making myself a um, one of those what we always call medicine ball teas. Oh yeah, yeah. But they're not allowed to call it that. Oh yeah? Yeah, so they're not allowed to call it that because it's considered a claim, a health claim. Oh. That's why they call it yeah, they call it what the citrus lemonade or something or citrus tea. Citrus mint lemonade. Honey, honey, citrus mint. Yeah, there you go. That's Which is literally just what's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's considered a health claim. Oh, I that's did. why. That's interesting. Yep, and. Even if it's not a food that you're buying, like, in package, like, mm-hmm. something you, I mean, you can take this stuff home. But they have, like, they still have to follow similar regulations. Really? hmm That's why, like, restaurants don't make claims on foods because they'd have to follow regulations where it's just easier. First of all, it's a, it's a restaurant. Well... I mean, we have to keep in mind, and I know the news is saying, oh, they're changing the definition of healthy. They're changing the definition of healthy. No, no. They're changing the definition of healthy for claims. Not the actual definition of what healthy is. Um, And so, yeah, it's definitely not going to be, like, targeted to... uh, like what doctors tell you your health is, if your doctor is even telling you, most likely they're not. But regardless. Well, you know. <clears throat> um, so I'll start by saying uh, technically the current definition of healthy uh, is focused on foods providing at least one good source of nutrients that historically have been nutrients of public health concerns, including vitamin A, vitamin C, iron, calcium, protein, and dietary fiber. Now, this is coming off today's dietitian.com. Um, I do have the actual FDA's definition up in front of me, but I'm pretty sure y'all don't want to hear me read that because it's like a two to three minute read. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's not even the proposed rule. The proposed rule is something like I think twenty pages. 
Y'all don't want me to read that. It takes them 20 pages to tell me what is healthy and what is not. Well, that was the proposed rule. Who actually, uh, let me see, what do they actually have? Oh, well, that's already in the CFR setting, the federal registrar.gov. So I'm not sure how many pages it is anymore. Let me see if I can't get the PDF document. Anyways, again, these are for claims. Um, and they're changing it because uh, when this was set, when this was brought in, I forget what year it was. It was l quite a while ago. <clears throat> the definition of healthy claim as a claim. Mm -hmm. um, and it really was because there was public health concerns around people were very low in vitamin A, vitamin C, iron, calcium, protein, and dietary fiber. So for manufacturers to make a healthy claim, they needed to, um, they needed to make sure they had, I think, I think it was at least one of these, a significant amount of one of these, um, of one of those nutrients. However, since doing that, Let's see. I think today's dietitian is saying they did it in 2016, but I thought it was before that. I'm pretty sure it was before that. Anyways, um, the eating patterns of people have shifted. Um, also, everything's been enriched. Um, and so now we're actually, um, they replaced vitamin A and vitamin C with potassium and vitamin D um, because lots of people are very low in vitamin D. Now, I don't think that's the current one. I think that, or that is the current one, not the new one. Um, is It's been replaced with vitamin D. But <clears throat> um, they basically, vitamin D is only made via sunshine. It is not uh, a vitamin or mineral that you can get from any food, meat or plant-based. Vitamin D is quite literally the sunshine vitamin. Mm. So the best way, the best way to get vitamin D, aside from trying to find something enriched or taking a supplement, is to expose your skin uh, to the sun. And I want to say Dr. Barnard, who's out of Washington, D.C., and I think he used like the local area, which would most likely include us because we're not that far from D.C. Um, I want to say he said 15 minutes a day and you want to expose more than just your face. So during the winter, that is a little bit harder. But like the obviously you don't need to be stripped naked to get the vitamin in your body. Let's hope not. We don't need to see you freaking down the street <laughs> um, any time of the year. <laughs> you yeah. don't. You don't. Uh, I think. I think he said the best way would be to uncover your face and roll your sleeves up uh, during the winter, um, because again, obviously, it's going to be cool, especially depending on where you're at. If you're further up north. It's going to be really cold if you're further down south. You may not even be in a jacket anyways. You may just be in a t-shirt, which you don't need to roll your sleeves up. Sure. 
Um, so with all of that, they are trying to redo. Oh yeah. It was developed in 1990. Mm. The, the definition. It's all. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, mom. I mean, I should say the 1990s. It wasn't like actually 1990 the year, but thanks, Mom. Well, I just thought I would throw that in. You know, if you're calling me old, you're just calling yourself old. I'm just so there you go. Um, yeah, you just keep going because I got a comment to make later. So go oh ahead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, so <clears throat> let's see. I think the actual shift is going from vitamin A and vitamin C to potassium and vitamin D. However, most manu manufacturers and stuff have already been including vitamin D and potassium in their enriched products anyways because those are pretty normal ingredients to include when you're enriching formulas. Also, if you're saying like you have uh, I'm sure everybody's seen products that say they have, you know, 20 plus vitamins and minerals in their whatever it is, food or drink. And um, it almost always has potassium and vitamin D. Now, it may not be significant levels, but they're there. Um, okay, I should have pulled up my synopsis I did on this. That's okay. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I'm not laughing at you. That's part of my job. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kind of giggling at the thought, but that's okay. The <laughs> thought of me writing a synopsis on this and reading all 20-some pages. No, no, yeah. that doesn't surprise me. You always were a good little researcher. Because you hate to be wrong. I do. I do hate to be wrong. <laughs> um. But basically, the FDA is trying to change this now because the eating patterns have changed. And now where we're not as deficient in vitamin A, vitamin C, um, we are starting to be deficient in some other vitamins and minerals. And so they, they're supposed to do this every so often. They normally do do this every so often. This really isn't a surprise. The dietary uh, guidelines for Americans, which is put out by the USDA, um, came out in 2020. So that covers 2020 to 2025. Yes, we do not do a new one every year. Surprise, surprise. Um, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Lots of people don't change habits that quick. Well... Sometimes it takes even longer than that to change a habit, you know. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, let's see. Uh, in the dietary guidelines, so that's what the FDA kind of uses. Yes. What, you're hearing me think the question? Yes. <laughs> no, that's scary. But anyway... <laughs> No, it was the, it's the tall tale sign of, I've got a question. Well, you know, when you talk about people being deficient in vitamin D, mm -hmm. and um, I, now the question I guess I have is, 
when you when you talk about that is it not now see i i don't pay attention since i buy my milk in glass bottles it doesn't have all the claims on it um because it's a local dairy and they process in glass bottles um and i've never looked it up to whether they are in if it is enriched in vitamin d and stuff um but does you know is is that some of the reason why they're doing such things well so milk and dairy have they actually have a set like they have to enrich their products with certain things like have to they have to yeah because i'm um, done the and the peanut gallery might answer this question <laughs> doesn't the uh homogenization of the milk it kills oh, yeah it, it'll kill a lot of vitamins and minerals of things so they have to put it back yeah um but also they have to put like vitamin d is not there regardless okay um so regardless of of the other vitamins and minerals that they have to put back they they put in vitamin d because it was never there to begin with Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, even though the cows are in the sunshine, <laughs> it doesn't correlate. Like it doesn't. It yeah, it doesn't come out. And just like I mean, I don't really know. I don't remember the studies on breast milk, but I want to say there were very, very minimal traces of it. Like not enough to significantly support a body and what they need, what a, an average body needs. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, you know, I, I was thinking in terms of, of the statement I was going to make to you. Of, a friend of mine was, and this has been several years back, <clears throat> when she went to the doctor, the doctor told her she was deficient in vitamin D. So when she came back and told all of us, um, <clears throat> we were talking about it, and I said, well, just go outside. Because they were talking about giving her supplements. And I was like, well, just go outside. Yeah. Outside and, you know. I mean, vitamin D supplements are not bad. Like, if, no, no, if but... somebody's telling you to take a vitamin D supplement, like, while, yeah, you should still go outside, you should probably also take a vitamin D supplement. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I've forgotten how, what the regiment was. It mm -hmm. wasn't a daily thing. She did yeah. vitamin D daily. It was, you know, I, and when I say this was a while ago, I'm going to say it was probably five plus years maybe ago um, that she was diagnosed with it. And, um, and I don't think she takes one now, but I don't, I don't know, but I know it was like once a, once every three months or six months or it was a long span of time 
that she took the supplement between taking it. You take it today, it might have been once a month, maybe. I don't, but it was a long span of time. It wasn't like, you know, you take your um, elderberry gummy every day. It, it, it wasn't like that. It wasn't taking a vitamin D tablet every day. But, um, but now if you go outside, and, and as you said, um, in the wintertime, it's a little hard to go outside and get enough vitamin D, maybe, um, particularly if it's cold or cloudy or whatever. Um, but now, as, as people who are, you know, um, and, and I brought up milk for the reason of since we don't drink or eat any kind of um, milk products, how do vegans basically get vitamin D without taking supplements? The sun. I mean, but I mean, is that the only other alternative? Are there other products? That I mean, most of most products are going to be enriched. Yeah, most products are going to be enriched with vitamin D. Uh, yeah. Most of the uh, plant-based milks. Yeah. Uh, I I believe all of them enrich with vitamin D. Is that on our labels? Yes, it'll be on your label. Hmm. It has to be on your label. It'll be on. So as you're looking at the nutrition facts panel. Okay. Uh, it'll be towards the bottom of the panel. Uh, and it'll have like a bunch of vitamins and minerals listed. So there will be all of like your caloric dietary supplements, cholesterol, fats, sugars, all of that stuff. Yeah. And then there will be a thick bar like mm -hmm. a thick black bar. And then below that black bar will be all of the vitamins. Okay. That's how it should be listed. It is. Yeah. And it does. That's the first one listed. I went to the refrigerator since I'm sitting in my kitchen. Um, and pulled out my almond milk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it should say it won't, uh, it may not tell you how many, like, milligrams. Yeah, it does. Or, oh, okay. Well, some do, some don't. It's required to definitely have the percentage. Yeah. Most people will also put the milligrams in grams. Actually, that might have changed recently. Well, the one that have have does is has 2.5. That's micrograms. Okay. And then 15%. Yeah. So that's 15% of your daily value. Okay. Um, and so, hold on, let me pull my notes up. Um, your daily value. That's not what I wanted. Your daily value for vitamin D is 
for children and adult for children four and up and adults you want to take 20 micrograms a day now that's what they're telling us um i'd have to do some research to know if the doctors are saying different or if studies are saying different okay Hmm. Um, and anybody can access the uh, the dietary supplement guidelines uh, and I think everybody should take a look at those because it definitely gives you a baseline um, for you know what your daily should be yeah yeah, I was just looking at a couple of things. I have boxes with, uh, or actually, I just put my milk back up. But um, I was looking here. I, I have a box of um, croissants. It's even fortified with, well, it doesn't have anything. No vitamin D, but it is listed on the left. It is listed. Um, yeah. Vitamin D is not in it. So there you go. Yeah. So vitamin D can be in IUs or an IU is just international unit. Okay. Um, or so, it can be in a person. Uh, MCGs, micrograms. Yeah. And so that's going to be per person. So if it's saying it's 15%, then that's going to be 15% of your daily intake per now and that's also per uh serving right so when you're when you're looking at it and you're looking on labels remember everything listed is listed per serving so if the serving is not the whole pack of whatever you're looking at right and you eat more than whatever the serving is, you're going to get more of those nutrients. You're not just going to get the small amount. Right. 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 So in other words, particularly on that one, that was a one cup serving of the um, almond milk that I had. Yeah. And um, it was 2.5, I think I said it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and also the other thing to keep in mind is that all of that is going to be based on adults. Okay. And it's also going to be based on a 2000 calorie diet, which should, it should say that at the bottom of the fat, this, uh, nutrition facts panel. I believe it did. I'm... It would be very small print and it'll say based on. Yeah. Yeah, 2000 calorie yeah. diet yeah yeah it's underneath all of those and because there's another not as thick bar but it is another bar and it has a little asterisk that said the percentage daily value da 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 yep and 2000 calories seems like a lot well it depends on uh, 2000 calories is about the average of what somebody would be eating but 
it takes a lot when you're a vegan, it takes a lot to reach a 2000 calorie diet. Um, I'm not eating honey. Now imagine like being a bodybuilder that's vegan eating like oh, they eat, they eat. eight 8,000 calories to 10,000 calories. Athlete or something like that. That, that yeah. is or vegan. They're eating a whole lot more. Than... Yeah. They're, they're basically working out and eating. Eat, sleep, work out. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Quite literally, that's about all they do. Now, there are ways to make sure you're getting the maximum amount of food because obviously you don't want to be sitting there constantly eating all day. Like, you want to have one good, substantial meal at a time and then some snacks in between. But, you know, that's really neither here nor there. I don't think any bodybuilders are listening to us. Uh, probably not. <laughs> You just never know. You never know. That's right. But yeah, that would be something, another kind of a thought to think about of mm-hmm. and, and food wise. But I mean, my entire life, I've always thought, you know, they used to say it was a 2,500 calorie is what you should have a day or something like that. Like, yeah, and then they dropped it down to 2000. Yeah. Um I I just I even even back then I thought that was a lot of calories to have to consume. Um now because I used to keep track of stuff like that which I mean, I always thought that was a lot of calories. That's just such a lot of calories. And you think about it, and if you're cutting back on your calories and stuff, um, you have to do different things. Um, So I just thought it was kind of strange. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but to me, that's that's a lot of calories. And if if you're cutting back on calories, that's just a lot of calories. Yeah, I mean, if you're cutting back on calories, like, I mean, you're still going to need these nutrients. And oh, absolutely. I would say, like, some of these vitamins that are pretty crucial, vitamin 12, but mm, vitamin B12, vitamin D, like, I would not lower them because you're taking like maybe you're only eating a 1500 calorie diet or 1600 calorie diet I mean a 2000 calorie diet I mean when we really truly think about it that's really you can go to a fast food restaurant and I mean your meal will probably be almost close to that oh it's (laughs) more it's more than that I've already I know yeah you you can go to um um what is it um let me look it up because I I have I have I have looked at it before and I always was am astounded at the number of calories and certain things and then, you know with the apps and stuff they have all that stuff up I was thinking about the um, McDonald's Big Mac kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it's kind of like that. Um, um, but yeah, so in this, you know, they're also trying to add in to make things better. Um, basically more definition around uh, what a good source claim is. Um, and so like, if you're saying good source of vitamin D, then uh, you have to have a minimum amount of vitamin D in there. And the FDA has set that out. And it's, let's see, must, must contain at least 10% of the DV of the nutrient. 10%. So in other words, if I drink a cup of my vitamin D almond milk over there, I have at least 15% of my daily intake. Uh -huh. Which means they can say it's a good source of vitamin D. Okay. I don't think they're claiming that though. I, it's not. It's not a claim on there. No. Yeah. It's not on there. It's not on there at all. No. Yeah. Good. Good source claims. Um, supplement companies don't use them because <laughs> their products are most likely going to be a good source regardless. It's yeah. Literally, what they deal in. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, some foods might, I know some foods have tried to pass it off. Uh, they've also put like a little bit more restriction around low sodium. Um, yeah, you see a lot of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and just so everybody is aware, we have not said this already. We should have said it before, but, uh, if you buy something that is low fat, it is going to be high in sugar. So I would stay away from products that say low fat just because you think, oh, it's low fat. So if I don't eat or if I eat this instead of the regular one, like let's use yogurt. That's like one of the biggest ones I always see. Yogurt, cottage cheese. Uh, they all say like low fat, <laughs> but it's high sugar. So you're really not doing your body any good by swapping it. Like you're swapping one not so great thing for another not so great thing. And back in the day, they used to have, and they still have it. I don't, well, maybe I'm not looking for it, but the, the sugar-free claims, mm. um, they were, they should have changed that statement because they all had the artificial, quote unquote, artificial sweeteners in them, which to my understanding, your while it helps your taste bud, is my understanding your body still processes it very similar to cane sugar. Mm -hmm. And you really shouldn't... Um, I don't condemn anybody doing it because when I get unsweet tea, I usually do get one of the artificial sweeteners um, to well. kind of cut the bitterness just a little bit. But, um, you know, you, you have to consider what you're eating all the time. 
Yeah. And what you're what you're eating and drinking all the time, regardless of what it is. But um, I, I'm I'm just amazed. I, you know, and, and a lot of this stuff, when they say they're telling you what healthy is, um, you know, you really have to go back and look and ask the questions. What does healthy really mean? Is it that we're not getting enough of um, vitamins and stuff from the foods we eat? And obviously not being outside enough, but... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we are losing vitamins and minerals um, and foods. That's. I'm probably going to go down a path I shouldn't, but. Um... Yeah, I mean, to really fully answer that question, I I need to do a lot more research. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's going to take a lot more because the question I've got would take a lot of research as to why is it that is is that are we losing nutrients in our food because of um and i i don't really want pesticides to well that no i was <laughs> genetically modified deal oh um on gmo yeah you know stuff. i don't know well, we, we i think we just need to do another episode on that give yeah, us time to that's going to take a little bit of looking into is it or has anybody ever studied it is the question. I'm sure they yeah. have. I'm sure they have. Yeah. On that aspect. Sorry, I don't know if you could just hear my... Uh... I got a phone call and I listened to the voicemail. Oh, that's fine. I, 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 was, I didn't know if you heard my wayward child he knocked something off the kitchen counter so i heard some rumbling but well that was him knocking something off the kitchen mm. but yeah no just kind of thing. um yeah we can do another episode on that we'll have to we'll have to do some research into that because you know you're, you're talking about nutrition and and things like that. And I know, you know, we always get the question of, well, how do you eat a healthy diet without meat, eggs, fish, milk, dairy kind of stuff? So that, you know, that's some of the questions that, you know, we always get a lot of that. And there's a lot more in the food you eat mm -hmm. where you get all your nutrition from. Child. Yeah, so I mean, really, when when we look at what the definition um, that the FDA is putting out, you can basically like disregard it. They're not trying to tell you um, like what healthy means. They're making claims around or they're making regulations around claims for healthy so basically they're telling 
manufacturers, uh, distributors, what they can and cannot say on a label and say that something's healthy if it doesn't meet these definitions. Well, and, and that's probably, you know, when I first read that, I was like, you know, aren't we teaching the kids in health class and, and science class of what's in their food and stuff like that and what's healthy and what's not. I can remember in PE classes and um, the books when they were talking about nutrition and stuff like that, you know, you had your fruits and veggies and this and that and the other as being in the healthy category or healthy quote unquote snacks. And, you know, you got your processed foods and stuff in another category um, Mm -hmm. of things that were, well, they didn't say they were unhealthy, but they said, you know, kind of limiting those kind of things. You know, you had better options with your fruits and veggies and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I um, mean, but then- I don't know. Honestly, when, when we talk about what healthy is, like, we really need to remove, well, the FDA because they don't really know. <laughs> They don't really know. They go based on the dietary guidelines, which, like I said before, it's put out by the USDA, but also it does have a, um, uh, shoot, it's not human resources. It's a, oh my God, I forget the name of the agency. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Well, if it's Big Brother, what can we say? Yeah, it is. It's, uh, oh, here we go. Health and Human Services. That was close. Health and Human Services. Yeah. They they work together to put out the dietary guidelines for Americans. Which is a 164-page document. If anybody wants a little night reading... Yeah, just <laughs> just a little night light reading for you. I mean, they do have lots of pictures and graphics and crap, but no, but you got to read the document to understand the pictures and the graphics. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it ain't a picture book. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Yeah, God bless all of us for that one. You know, that's a little night reading. You read it into about two pages and you go to sleep. Put it under your pillow and maybe you'll get it from osmosis. Yeah, like here's part of what they have. Making nutrient-dense choices, one food or beverage at a time. So then they have a graphic that has the top portion nutrient-dense, the bottom portion typical is what they call it. So the top, so the first picture they have, they look like little pills. Um, So the top of it says plain shredded wheat. Mm. Uh, Typical is frosted shredded wheat. Uh, Nutrient dense on the top. The next one is plain low fat yogurt with fruit. Literally, what did I just tell you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Low low fat. Fat, yeah. Means high in sugar. 
and they're saying that's going to be more nutrient dense than the typical full fat yogurt with added sugar. Well, you know, if you really wanted to eat it, you could just eat the full fat yogurt without sugar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can look to see like uh, there that plain low fat yogurt also has added sugar. Plus they've topped it with fruit, which fruit is good, but I'm just saying that's going to add to the technical added sugar that's already in there that they're not putting on here, which is considered false advertising. Well, I find that just interesting, you know, when you're talking about, and that's one of the other things, you know, that the nutrient dense foods that are, um, I don't know if everybody else has realized this or not, but um, when you are eating, um, you know, it, and as if you're eating more vegetables and stuff like that and eating a vegetarian type diet, you, I don't know, I'm sure you've noticed it. Um, you have a tendency to eat less, you get full quicker. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you you don't eat as much as you would if you were eating. Well, that's because you're eating higher fiber items. All that kind of stuff, too. But, you know, the nutrient dense, when you talk about nutrient dense, and you hear that a lot lately, that's a term I think maybe at some point in the future we're going to have to do a little more. You may know right off the bat, but... We might need to do a little bit of research into that because that is a term you see a lot thrown around now that you yeah. didn't used to see. And, you know, I, just like that said, a nutrient dense, low fat, which means you're going yeah. into sugar, you're adding fruit, which will have its own sugar levels. Mm-hmm. to it and depending on what kind of fruit they had it in there which probably wasn't well it's peaches in the well, picture but well it doesn't the, actually specify was it was it fresh fruit was it you know, yeah yeah it looks fresh or, but again is it like you know you get in the yogurts at uh, the oh no, no 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 well i mean that's not what the picture depicts, but again, they're leaving it open to interpretation. Right. Um, Somebody goes and, and buys, um, I won't name the product, but I know they put a level of uh, their fruit on the bottom, which is not quote unquote fresh fruit. It's not a whole food. It is a cooked more like a something you would do with a... Um, with a pie, you know, yeah. more like a, a, a and, it, and it's probably loaded in sugar yeah. um, kind of thing. So now, yeah. And it's, 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 this is so frustrating. The dietary guidelines for Americans, it, it's literally the guidelines that we're supposed to use to determine whether we are healthy individuals. So when you get blood work, for okay. your vitamin levels and stuff like that. Yep. That's how they'll equate to whether you're getting enough vitamin, whatever vitamin you may be low in or mineral you may be low in. Some people are anemic, so they have low iron. Right. And that's how they'll tell you, well, you need to be taking more of this. You need to be taking more of that. 
but it's frustrating because even right here, and this is part of the dietary guidelines, meet nutritional needs primarily from foods and, and beverages. That sounds really great, doesn't it? Well, it sounds very simple and very, very... Yeah. Now, right underneath it, it says the dietary guidelines are designed to meet the recommended dietary allowances and adequate intakes for essential nutrients as well as acceptable macronutrient distribution ranges, all set by the National Academic, Academies. Acad Academia. Acad no, it says Academies. Oh, wow. A-C-A-D-E-M-I-E-S, Academies. <laughs> okay. Uh, an underlying premise of the dietary guidelines is that nutritional needs should be met primarily from foods and beverages, specifically nutrient-dense foods and beverages. Now, in the three pictures right next to it, they only have one all-vegetable picture. And it looks like it might be either butternut or acorn squash with some shallots. That's about to be roasted. Oh, that sounds good. It also, on the same page, goes on to say, pay attention to portion sizes. Portion size is a term often used to describe the amount of a food or beverage served or consumed in one eating occasion. It is important to pay attention to the portion size when making food and beverage choices, particularly for foods and beverages that are not nutrient dense. This is also similar to a serving size. That's it's, not what the sentence says, but that's what I'm saying. Well, it is <laughs> a portion size. Is Paraphrase. A serving size. Yeah. Um, Most well, Americans I do not follow a healthy dietary pattern. Now, let's see what they say. A typical dietary pattern, oh, the typical dietary patterns currently consumed by many in the United States do not align with the dietary guidelines. The Healthy Eating Index, HEI, is a measure of diet quality that can be used to assess compliance with the dietary guidelines. I.e., if you're not eating the way I tell you to eat, then you're, you're not following the guidelines. Well, and there's no way you're healthy. That that is exactly how I read that. Well, and that that's why I'm I want to come back to just the statement of um, what the determination of what is healthy if you're getting all the vitamins and nutrients and um, minerals that you need are you not healthy mm -mm. so not according to them yeah because they want you to eat certain things and berries and fortified soy alternatives protein foods and protein foods the first items Meat, poultry, eggs. Second item, seafood. Third item, nuts, seeds, soy products. Hmm. Uh, but they've forgotten lentils. 
Yeah, bean. Our big, our big, big protein. Yes. There's um, something else. They put the lentils in the vegetables with beans, peas. Yeah. Beans, peas, lentils. I mean, they are a vegetable. Which again, you know, when when I was growing up and and you had um, you had your um, determination of what lentils and things like that were more quote unquote side dishes, not necessarily set into a quote unquote main dish. The main dish was your meat or your protein and um you went down the road from there. Yeah. Um, now it, it, it does have a little sidebar later down that talks about beans, peas, and lentils. So, so beans, peas, and lentils are taking up the legumes section. Yeah. That's the new legumes. Um, but uh, it does talk about how they can, they play in both the vegetable and the protein section and they can be um, thought of as a protein or a vegetable when aiming to meet recommended intakes. Well, you know, and, and that's all fine, well and good, but you know, like most of us, myself included, I don't read that far. You know, you stop at where they don't they don't share that part of it when they're talking about it early on and and add it into the protein section of saying, okay, you can have this in addition to or instead of um, make that part of that statement um, where they because they only are looking at meat and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then they go on to, to give like a reference, making a nutrient dense choices at mealtime. They talk about a typical burrito bowl and then a nutrient dense burrito bowl. The typical burrito bowl, they're saying the calorie count is going to be 1120. The nutrient-dense, they're saying it's 715. All right. In the typical burrito bowl, they have a one and a half cups of white rice, a third of a cup of bean, black beans, uh, two ounces of chicken cooked with sauce. It doesn't tell me what kind of sauce. No grilled vegetables. Guacamole. I don't know why they put no grilled vegetables. That was dumb. Jarred salsa, sour cream, cheese, jalapenos, five slices, and an iced tea with sugar. Oh, because that's in the top corner. Uh, in the nutrient-dense burrito bowl, they have brown rice, one cup, okay. with romaine lettuce, a half a cup. Uh, to make it even more nutrient-dense, this is not on here, but I'm going to tell you this. Use something other than romaine lettuce, like any other kinds of lettuces, leaf lettuces. Um, romaine lettuce really doesn't have a lot. I mean, obviously it doesn't have a lot of calories, but it's also not that nutrient dense compared to other lettuces. No, you could get some of the other more. Yeah, you could swap that for whatever kind of lettuce you like. Right. Um, black bean. Uh, oh, reduced sodium black beans specifically 
I always get reduced sodium black beans. Always. Okay. If I'm getting canned. Uh, Grilled chicken with spice (laughs) rub. Still two ounces. Uh, Grilled veggies, which it looks like just some grilled onion and peppers. (laughs) Uh, Sliced avocado. Which, if you're making your guacamole, it's the same as sliced avocado. The only difference is you're adding a little onion and tomato in there. Which here they say fresh salsa pico de gallo. Which you could literally just make your own guac. So you chop up your avocados and put your fresh pico de gallo in there. Guacamole. Yeah. No sour cream. Reduced fat cheese. Again, you're adding sugar when you do that. Jalapenos, five slices. And tea with no sugar. That's the nutrient dense. Now, let, 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 me, let me talk about that. I mean, it is better than the, the typical one they have listed there. But, I mean, I think anybody could make a better typical burrito bowl than what they have. Well, I mean, I, I agree with swapping out the rice. That's okay. I don't have a problem with that. I use and adding some lettuce. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't I don't have a problem with that either. Um you but, remove that chicken and add some more black beans, you'd be better off. Yeah, we could do that. Um now here's my stupid question. You said that was each one of them is running right at eleven hundred calories? No. Oh. So the typical burrito bowl is eleven hundred and twenty. The nutrient dense is only 715. So it's like 400 less. Well, what are they putting in that guacamole? I don't know because it doesn't specify whether it's store-bought guacamole or not. They do specify that the salsa is jarred. But it also has sour cream. And regular cheese. I'd still like, if, well, I don't eat cheese, but if I was going to leave cheese on the nutrient dense ones, I still wouldn't use reduced fat. <laughs> yeah. I, that's just, it's dumb. Don't do it. It, it. I think that whole part of that is, even if it is 700 calories, and I'm going to say about this, about two ounces of chicken. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I know. Typically, you're not supposed to eat more than three ounces of meat, but two ounces of chicken, why ball? Yeah, I mean, seriously, like, I just, I just leave it, I leave it out. Leave that out altogether, add some more black beans in there, Mm -hmm. and uh, make my own, like we do our own guacamole. And now I don't put tomatoes in mine, but yeah, um, I would make my pico right beside it um, myself, you know. Yeah, but I mean, then, you know, it goes on to talk about the added sugars, but, you know, not all added sugars are created equal. Let me just throw that out there right now, because technically the way added sugars are set up is added sugar is anything... That is a sugar substance that you add to either your meal or, you know, the, if it's a product you're buying off shelf that's been added to the actual recipe formula. 
That includes maple syrup, honey, uh, agave, uh, all of the like monk fruit and uh, uh, cane sugars, coconut sugars, all of that. Everything, all of the sugar, alcohols, all of it. Um, the only time it's not considered an added sugar is if there's already sugar present in the item. Like if you're getting uh, something that had, like, let's say you're getting a, well, I'm going to do dairy free, a dairy free yogurt that already has blueberries in there. The blueberries already have a certain amount of sugar in their natural fruit profile. So you'll see two different sets of sugar numbers. You'll see sugars, total sugars, and then added sugars. So then what you would do is you would subtract the added sugars from the total sugars to see how much natural sugar is in there. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, and then obviously if the numbers are the same, that means that there's already, like, the added sugar is the total amount of sugar. Like, there is no natural sugar in it. Correct. Yeah. So, like, think about when you buy gummies. <laughs> there's no natural sugar in that because they're using uh, fruit flavoring. There's no real uh, sugar in that. Correct. And so the only sugar that's in the gummies is going to be the added sugar of whatever the cane sugar they're using or whatever they're using. Most likely it's going to be cane sugar of some sort. Yes, most likely. Most likely it's going to be cane sugar. I don't know that they, they don't do high fructose corn sugar. Mm. no no they still do high fructose corn syrup and all of the soft drinks yes well yeah well yeah well yeah unless it says made with cane sugar Mm -hmm. you can just assume that it's got high fructose corn syrup in there (laughs) yeah let's just go ahead and just assume it be done with it yep yeah and if you don't get the ones with high fructose corn syrup, you get the one, the diet ones, you get those with aspartame. Yeah. Yeah. So you're still getting sugar. Either way you go. Exactly. <laughs> um, so the best thing is to go do something else. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, that that's... That's a lot to think about. It is. Wow. And and when you think about healthy, like for yourselves, when you think about healthy for yourselves, you kind of need to come up with your own. Uh, I mean, for me personally, um, and everybody's going to be a little bit different because everybody's got their own uh, well, like health issues to deal with. Um like, if you have an autoimmune disease, your healthy is not going to be the same as my healthy. 
Correct. Um, and so you just kind of have to, you know, have doctors you trust and work with doctors you trust and come up with your own version of, of healthy. Um, like for, for instance, most healthy individuals, and I put that in air quotes, uh, have an oxygen level of 99, like 98 to a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, mine is like 80. So that already makes me considered less healthy. Like if you were to do the, the full definition based on an average healthy human being with all of the right blood levels, all of the right vitamin, mineral, uh, everything and their body is all at the right level. Um, I would be just based on that fact I would be considered mm-hmm. unhealthy yes that's right that's right because of that one thing and, that, and that's true of everybody everybody's quote unquote healthy does not necessarily fall into that category of what is healthy, which is kind of like when you, why, you know, I think this is a good conversation to have because when you see that in the news and in the media and that kind of thing, oh, they're changing the definition um, of what is healthy. It's not necessarily (laughs) the definition of what is healthy. They're changing the definition of what the companies can say is healthy, which is, you know, the lay people would not necessarily know that, which is someone like me. Yeah, I mean, I don't put that. I mean, I guess the, the real key here is don't put stock in what the FDA is trying to say healthy is for claims because it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't matter for the average human because I, I don't know how many people are actually looking at products going, Oh, um, I'm going to buy this because the, it says it's healthy. Like, I mean, I guess maybe a lot more people are than I think, but <clears throat> no matter what you do, look at, the whole package, the nutrition label, the ingredients, all of it. Look at everything. Don't just take the claims on the front of pack. I think we've already talked about this. Yeah, I, we. Yeah. Don't don't take those to heart and say, "Ooh, this it's going to be healthy because it says it's going to be healthy." No, they're going to make a claim that they think is going to make them money. Well, and not <laughs> only that. You know, you're the average person walking down the grocery store aisle or the aisle at the um, the drugstore and go, oh, well, here's a here's a snack that is healthy and I can eat it and my children can eat it and it'll be healthy for them. It'll be better than eating whatever. Um, may not be necessarily true. 
you know, or may not be the best for you. Uh, so you need to look at everything. And, you know, I know going to the store is not fun to begin with right now, but um, you need to look at what is in the product. Yeah. More. And that, that can't be said enough. That no. is a big deal. You need to look at it. And, and seriously, like once you actually like start looking at it on a regular basis, you'll be able to go in and spot foods you can eat or foods you prefer to eat. Let me rephrase that because I really like the way Ivy said that and, and how she has been teaching her kids about it. It's not that I have to eat this way. I choose to eat this way. Correct. And you're right. After you get used to looking at the labels all the time, you will be able to just turn around and look at it and you'll spot whatever you need to spot very quickly because it will be, it, it won't take you 20 minutes to stand there and read the label. On one exactly. Um, you'll be able to spot it fairly quickly and you can do it and move on. Yep. Kind of thing. So yes, absolutely. You, you, we can't, stress that enough to anybody and particularly this time of the year you know you're, you're rushed to begin with um plan ahead yeah plan ahead yeah and the nice thing now is like you can even go online and if there's like a new product you want to try you can actually look it up before <laughs> you go to the store and get it or if you're doing pickup like a lot of us do mm -hmm. you can look at the information online. Absolutely. You know, I, I have done that at different products just to see what sent them. Yeah. Same. And just to check them out and look at them and say, Oh yeah. <sighs> or, Oh no, can't eat that. <laughs> That's not what we need to eat. Kind of. Yeah. Thing. So, but absolutely, look at your products early. Yeah, definitely look at your products early or just while you're in the store if you didn't get to look at them early. Right, right, absolutely. It'll, it just, it won't take long. You'll get used to it. It won't take long um, to be able to figure it out. Yep. Just give yourself some grace. Yeah, just take your time. And give yourself a few minutes. But um, I guess the main takeaway on this is about healthy is pay attention. Yeah. Pay necessarily what the FDA wants to tell you it is. Yeah. Healthy is based on a claim that's based on dietary guidances and guidelines that may not actually be what is healthy for you as an individual. Um, I mean, to me, it's like the dietary guidances are great for vitamin and minerals only, like to know how much you should have. Like I do reference it for that because um, otherwise you'd have to get your blood tested like all the time to see where you're at. And then you still wouldn't necessarily know without those references, if, if you should continue to take it or knock it down a little bit. 
Um, but for actual like food and what I'm eating, uh, yeah, I don't I don't pay attention to the <laughs> dietary guidelines for Americans. Well, we have such terrible guidelines anyway. <laughs> well, they want to keep you on the sad diet, so. Yeah, well, I guess. There you go. <laughs> um, but I guess, are we ready to end this? Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we hope you join us next week for another episode. Uh, do we know what we're going to be talking about? Um, Probably not. We might do some research and talk about some of the stuff uh, we couldn't answer today. Yeah, we might. I, I was about to say we might have to do a part two to this. Um. Kind of thing. Yeah, so... Keep an eye out for that. Regardless, we'll have an episode next week. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this. And we hope you have a great rest of your week. And uh, we hope you had a great Thanksgiving. For those that live in the U.S. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye.